Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's Horror. My name is Moth. And I'm Tay. Heck yeah. So today we are continuing in the goddamn Scream franchise, my dear. Fuck yeah. We're watching Scream 2022, <laughs> which is technically the fifth installment, but it is just called Scream. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, isn't it like a re, like they're just like. Re, it's like a requel know. is what they call it. It's- <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Because okay. it's, it's not like an official reboot necessarily because we do still mm-hmm. have some legacy characters in there and it is a continuation mm-hmm. of the story, but it is mm-hmm. reintro- or it's introducing a new cast and a new core storyline as well. So that. it's kind of a combination of a sequel and a reboot a little bit. Sounds good. It's very fun. Very meta. Very Scream. I love it. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yes. Is this how... When did Scream 4 come out? Like, how much of a gap do we it's have It's an 11-year gap. So... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Scream 4 came out in 2011. So, yeah. in between... Every time you think that they're going to be done, they're like, we're not done. We're not like, done. Scream 3 came out, and then there was time in between that, and then mm-hmm. Scream 4, and then everyone's like, they're done, and then they're like... They're like, nope, we get a fifth, and then a sixth <laughs> installment, and then next year a seventh installment, and then I believe that they are going to be done after that. Well, we'll see. We will see, (laughs) but, like, just based on, like, how they've spoken about it in between, Mm -hmm. um, or in, like, when I was researching this one, it does kind of sound like they're winding it down. Okay. But, you know, um, I'll believe it when I see it. I really will. And (laughs) as a well-known diehard scream fanatic, if you will... (laughs) I sincerely hope they're fucking done after the seventh <laughs> one. Don't get me wrong. I love the fifth and sixth installments. Yeah. I was really skeptical of them going into mm. it because I am so very dedicated to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. Um, but I And was, Scream 4 was like weird. Scream was, like, 4 was strange. weird. I do like it as a standalone film, but it was a weird addition to the series. So... Mm. I was really, really skeptical of the fifth and sixth installments, and let me just say, oh, and also because, of course, Wes Craven wasn't involved because he had passed away, and I'll talk a little bit more about that, but I was very pleasantly surprised. Hell yeah. I really enjoyed that from a lot of people. Yeah. They're, yeah, they like the fifth and sixth ones. They turned out fucking great, and I'm really excited to see how they wrap things up in seven, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ghostface finally die? Who knows? Ghostface can't fucking die. You know what's really funny? I went to a pool recently, and so my Ghostface tattoo was out, you know? Um, <laughs> and there was a, a child, okay? Like a nine-year-old child saw it and was like, is that Ghostface? And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know? But at the same time. (laughs) I know, because, like, so here's the thing. Obviously, I have been watching horror for a very long time, but I also recognize that, like, I should not have been. Yeah. Like, it's that's not a great thing to do, to, like, show your very young children horror films. And, like, did I turn out technically fine? Yeah. But, like, (laughs) arguably... Sorry, Mom, it wasn't the best parenting decision. <laughs> like, it really wasn't. So there was a part of me that was like, why do you know that? And then I remembered that there's, like, ghost face skins in, like, various video games and shit. So the kid yeah. probably knew it from that. But anyway, so this kid was like, is that ghost face? And I'm like, yeah, it is. And then he was like, can ghost face die? And I was like, that's a really good question. And it depends on a lot of different things. Like, yeah, on how you view Ghostface. Exactly, because, like, technically, yeah. Because it's just a person wearing Exactly, masks, technically but... he dies every fucking time, you know? Yeah, but then, but it's, like, the the aura of, of Ghostface. Right. Like the, yeah. The character of Ghostface continually comes back, so it's, like... Yes, And then there's exactly. the whole thing of, like, the undead killer coming back to life, and then you get into yes. the whole stew debate, and it's, like... Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of dodged the question. I did. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, long live Ghostface. Give him a bayonet. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope in Scream 7 they give Ghostface Me too. If you're listening, anyone involved in the Scream 7 
<laughs> filming process. Begging. You're never gonna hear this. I'm aware of that. But like, give Ghostface a bayonet, you cowards. Please. <laughs> it's we gotta manifest it. It's just like put it out into the yeah. universe. Give Ghostface a bayonet. I can even get it trending think, on Twitter. Right. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can even think of like three or four different ways that you can do it that it would make sense. That it wouldn't seem yeah. just completely random. So like, give him a bayonet. Yeah. You can do it. Give him a bayonet. It's like, especially if they're back in New York, go to like a museum or something and yeah. just rip it off a wall. There's so yeah. many different options. If we can yeah, figure it out, so can you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, Ghostface has used weirder weapons, I feel like. Oh, you know? and there's some fun ones in this movie, especially. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, it's a Scream movie. It's a slasher. You know this. We've been here before four different times. <laughs> it's fine. So, originally, this one was going to be called Scream Forever, but obviously that didn't pan out that way. They just landed on... Plain old scream, and I scream. love that. <laughs> so the ratings for this one were pretty average. It had an IMDb rating of 6.3 out of 10 with 139,000 ratings and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 76% with an 81% audience score, which is good. Like, the audience yeah. score and everything's good, but, like, then other than that, it was just average, which, you know, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly just because a lot of people were skeptical of it from the jump. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So it had a budget of $24 million, and then the film release date was exactly 25 years and 25 days after the original Scream film. That's and fun. So it came out on January 14th of 2022. I did, in fact, go opening night, and it was <laughs> fucking wonderful. I, I bet. Time. I was like, happy birthday to me. <laughs> There's nothing like going to opening nights for, like, something that you're really fucking excited about. It's my favorite activity. We talk about it. We've talked about it before on the pod, but, like, the Lord of the Rings Hobbit, like, Uh, premiere, like, that was so much fun. Legitimately Um, one of my favorite things we've ever done. (laughs) One of my favorite memories in life. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just fun going to midnight premieres. Because everyone has, like, the same energy as you. Like, everyone's just so excited. Yeah. I love it. And especially with, like, the Scream franchise, like, fandom, too. There's, like, such a Mm -hmm. level of camaraderie there for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone just loves each other. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like it's, like, you have the people who have been there since, like, the original one came out that are probably super fucking stoked. But then also just, like, a new generation of people who, like, loved the original trilogy and then, like, were, like, cognizant for like whatever the rest yes. of the movies came out that are just like happy to be at a scream premiere exactly um so that's yeah that's fun yeah and it was the first scream premiere that i had gotten to go to so it was yeah yeah it was just a very cool experience and i loved yeah. it yeah yeah and it was just wonderful so it wound up grossing nearly 139 million dollars worldwide within uh in the box office with nearly 60 mm-hmm. percent of that being domestic earnings and mm-hmm. in the U.S., $33.8 million of that was made during opening weekend, which is amazing. Wow. And mm-hmm. so that accounts for the whole Thursday through Sunday opening weekend. Yeah. Making it. it the first movie to beat out Spider-Man No Way Home in box office profits. So in terms of wow. movies that were out at the same time. Because, mm-hmm. like, No Way Home was killing it from the second yeah. it hit theaters. As it should. It's a fucking great film. Absolutely. But yeah, it was Love the first Love Tom Holland, one. shout out. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and Zendaya, oh, shout out. <laughs> dream team. I love them. It's like that, it's that TikTok sound that's like switching sides. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just, it's, it's just going back and forth between Tom Holland and Zendaya over and over again. Literally. With every scene in all of those Spider-Man movies. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it was the first one to beat it out. And then it's second weekend in theaters. It went to second place behind No Way Home, which was kind of expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it performed really well. Mm. The directors were Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette. The two of them were stoked to be hired for this film because they credit mm-hmm. Scream and Wes Craven as the basis for them starting a career in horror films, which I oh, think is yeah. very sweet. So Matt Bettinelli-Olpin, he had been directly directing mostly shorts, like spooky shorts, since around 2008. But before that, he also mm-hmm. directed a documentary in 1998 called It Came From Hollywood. It's just about a Ooh. lot of like different like movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler Gillette's directing journey is like really similar to that outside of their projects together because they have worked on several other projects together. He worked mm-hmm. mostly on like shorts and TV series since 2008 as well. 
The two of them together directed a segment in VHS in 2012, which I fucking love VHS and we will watch it at some point. I'm not exactly sure when, but it's so good. Mm. And then since then, they've directed five feature length horror thrillers together. Oh, cool. Which are Devil's Due, Southbound, segments of Southbound. I think it's a similar situation to VHS and there's like a lot of like short segments directed by different people. Mm. And then Ready or Not, Scream 2022, and then Scream 6 that came out this year, 2023. Mm. Hold on, I have to cough. My God. (laughs) And it looks like they're also set to direct a monster movie together for Universal sometime next year. And the way that it's, like, titled on IMDb, which I didn't write down because I'm really good at my job, uh, (laughs) it sounds like they might be revamping, like, some of the Universal monsters, like Frankenstein, Creature of the Black Lagoon type thing. Mm. That'd be fun. Right? And if I'm right about that and that's what's happening, listen, I'll be insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) That would be Be so Be insufferable on the pod. (laughs) Absolutely. That'd be great. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. The writers were James or Jamie Vanderbilt. It seems like people close to him call him Jamie, and then like mm-hmm. his official credits are James. So I'll probably call him Jamie when I'm talking about him, because that's what most people do. And mm-hmm. the other writer was Guy Busick. And then, of mm-hmm. course, based on Kevin Williamson's characters, he wasn't one of the writers for this movie, but he was one of the executive producers. Okay. James Vanderbilt. So still involved. Oh, yeah, still involved for sure. James Vanderbilt has been writing screenplays since 2003. His first one being fucking Darkness Falls. Have you heard of this movie? I have not. Oh my god. Let me tell you about Darkness Falls for a minute. It's unhinged. I saw this movie potentially in 2003. And I don't think I've seen it since. And it is a horror movie. It's kind of a fucked up one for a small child to watch as well. Because it's basically a vengeful ghost pretending to be the tooth fairy. And fucking killing people as the Tooth Fairy. (laughs) Good. What the fuck? And I don't remember a lot of the specifics of why it was doing that. But yeah. It it was a whole thing. And I really want to rewatch it. Because like I. So I. I, It's one of those things where I forget that it exists for a long time. And then either Mm -hmm. I see something that reminds me of it. Or it just will randomly pop into my head that this movie (laughs) exists. And it haunts me. It does. Mm -hmm. And I I need to watch it again. But yeah, he wrote Darkness Falls, apparently. And he also wrote the screenplays for Zodiac in 2007. Mm. And The Amazing Spider-Man in 2012, among others. Oh, fun! Yeah, more Spider-Man. Why is there a lot of Spider-Man? Just, like... Because why not? Why not? (laughs) You know, like, I'm always thinking about Spider-Man. We might as well be talking about it, too. It's fine. (laughs) And then he went on to write the screenplay for Scream 6 as well, along with Guy Busick. And Guy Busick has been writing mostly for TV series since 2006. And then he also, like I said, worked on Scream 6. Mm-hmm. And he was also a writer for Castle, the Castle Rock TV series, which is a Stephen King oh, cool. story, which I've been meaning to watch mm-hmm. as well, because I've heard a lot of good things about it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick. Also, both directors and the writer Guy Busick worked on Ready or Not in 2019. And I think the person that they had make the score worked on Ready or Not. So it was like a big Ready or Not family that just like <laughs> came in and we're like, all right, now we're gonna do scream. <laughs> like I don't, I don't really know why it happened that way, but it seems like Jumping they just from one until the other, right? It seems like they just worked well together and just want yeah. to keep working working together. But I haven't seen that yet either. So like, this is just making a long list of things for me to watch. <laughs> Ready or not, it's like the one where it's like the girl marries the rich guy, and then they have like the dinner party, and then they all hide and like have to kill each other. I or think something. so. Is that that one? Okay. Yeah. I just I whenever I see it, I. Can't remember the actress's name, but she's in like a big ball gown and she has like a flamethrower. Like, Is it Samara Weaving? Maybe I don't know. Blonde. Kind of looks like Margot Robbie. Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> Samara Weaving. Okay. They wanted to get her for this movie as well because they really, oh, really liked working with her. But her. Are you okay? Sorry, I just banged my funny bone against the oh, desk. No. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, if you heard that. That's right. Um. Anyway. So they wanted to get her for this movie as well, but her schedule was just too busy, yeah. so they couldn't. But they were able to get her for the next one for a role. Oh, cool. So pretty cool. They really okay. they worked really well with her, too, and she seems really chill. 
Mm-hmm. So, like I said, this was the first Scream movie after Wes Craven passed away in 2015. And I want to talk a lot more about that after we watch the movie, because there's a lot of um, ways that they paid tribute to him in this movie. Aw, that's awesome. I did cry in the theater, <laughs> and I can't promise I won't cry while we're recording this episode, because <laughs> uh, I just, I get really emotional about it. <laughs> But that's fine. So the Our first tears from Moth. I cried during um what's it called? The Quiet Quiet Place? Yeah. Uh, yeah, whenever John Krasinski died. Yeah. So valid. Sorry. The episode's already it's out. out. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah first tears for, for Moth. We'll see how it goes. We might. I might just cry. It's fine. <laughs> but anyway, so the logistics of this film getting made were, like, really convoluted after that mm-hmm. in terms of, like, who did and who didn't want it to happen. And there were a lot of, like, weird conversations that led up to it. So in 2011, which was four years before Wes Craven passed away, he said that he was under contract for a fifth and sixth film. But part of his mm-hmm. deal was that he would only look at a script if it was finalized because of all the shit mm. with rewrites for the earlier films, he just didn't want to mm. deal with that again. Cause it's, it's yeah. just a lot. And yeah, for sure. On the same topic of rewrites though, brief diversion from where I'm at right now with topics <laughs> that wasn't necessarily an aspect of this one, but they did intentionally create multiple versions of scripts and they filmed a bunch of scenes that they knew would never be used in order to avoid leaks. So, like, That's nobody knew exactly what was happening in the actual movie because of that. <laughs> and it's just really funny to me. But anyway, so there was also, there was a lot of back and forth with things with Kevin Williams Williamson and separately with the Weinsteins. Mm. It seemed like, Ooh. I know... It seemed like it kept going back and forth on whether or not they were even going to make it. And then in 2019, after all of the allegations against Harvey Weinstein started coming out, the Scream franchise needed to change hands. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah. So the Weinsteins are no longer involved at this point, which is great. God bless. <laughs> there were rumors that it was going to be acquired by Blumhouse, but those were false. Which mm-hmm. is honestly kind of unfortunate because if Jason Blum got his hands on this, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be It'd sick. Be something, that's for sure. <laughs> but no, it was acquired by Spyglass in 2019. And then after that, plans for this installment and the sixth installment were more solidified. And it seems like things got put into action at that point. Hell yeah. It was supposed to come out earlier than it did. But, you know, something happened in 2020 in the world. Yeah. I don't know if you guys were there for it. I don't really remember. I can't recall what it was. I don't know exactly um, what happened, but something weird happened. Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were delays in production. I don't know. <laughs> so moving on to the cast. Of course, as usual, we have returning cast and new cast members. Of our returning cast members, we have the one, the only, the Scream Queen herself, Nev Campbell <laughs> as Sydney Prescott. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. (laughs) She almost didn't agree to be in the film out of respect for Wes Craven since he was no longer there to be able to green light like the scripts or anything. Mm -hmm. The directors sent her a really heartfelt letter about how much Wes Craven and his films meant to them and influenced them. And after that, she felt more comfortable and agreed to be in it because she knew that they would respect him and his legacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I thought that was the sweetest thing in the world. That they like, because it seems like they didn't feel right moving forward with it if she, as the core of it, was not involved. Yeah. And I respect that. Mm-hmm. So we also have, of course, Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, David Arquette as Dewey Riley, which Slay. I learned the cutest thing in the entire world. Um, what was that? David Arquette is a certified Bob Ross painting teacher. But wait, there's oh more. Oh my god. But wait, there's okay. more. It gets better. During breaks, he would basically host mini seminars with cast members and they would all paint together. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I know. It's so cute. Nobody will That's say so who sweet. the best painter was either. They're all just oh like, we were all having fun and it was great. It doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't matter. It's so sweet. Yeah. Oh my god. Because apparently, like, that. people have asked in interviews, like, who's the best painter? And everyone's just like, we don't care. Nobody knows. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't, yeah, that's, I, sorry, I'm just imagining, like, 
them just like filming a like brutal like fight scene and then just afterwards just like playing some peaceful music happy little just, like, trees <laughs> <laughs> it's so like i feel like that's that's such a good way to like disconnect and right just, like, you know have a just a moment of like peace I on know. set it's so nice it's so i love cute. that oh yeah more returning cast though we've got a few more marley shelton is back as judy hicks Heather Matarazzo mm-hmm. is back as Martha Meeks. Ooh. And, of course, Roger Jackson is back as the voice of Ghostface. And there's another surprise returning character who I'm not going to mention because okay. spoilers. And also, it's just fun that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our new cast members who I'm obsessed with. I love them. Okay. okay. Melissa Barrera plays Sam Carpenter. Jenna mm-hmm. Ortega the love of my life <gasps> yes. I knew she was in the Scream franchise, yeah. but I didn't know which one she started in. Yes, she so starts super, in this super one. Super exciting. She plays Sam's sister, Tara Carpenter. She mm-hmm. was the youngest cast member. Everyone else was in their 20s or older, but she was like 18, mm-hmm. 19 at the time of filming. Hell yeah, Sly Queen. Yeah, <laughs> and what's hilarious, there's one scene that they started filming it when she at the beginning of filming, and they finished it at the very, very end of filming. So in the mm. beginning of this one scene, she's 18 years old. And at the end of it, she's 19 years old. <laughs> and it's very funny to me. <laughs> I love yeah. that. We also have Jack Quaid playing Richie Kirsch. Jasmine Savoy Brown playing Mindy Meeks Martin. And I don't know if you recognize that name, but she's also in Yellow Jackets. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. So you'll recognize her. I, I love her. I hadn't seen anything that she was in before this came out. Um, Who is she in Yellow Jackets? Which one is she? Do you remember? I do remember, but her name is escaping me right now. Hold on. Is she one of the, like, core people? Yes. Uh, Thaisa. She's Thaisa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was just like, her name is escaping me right now because I haven't watched it. Guys, in, like, I started Yellow Jackets, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very excited about it because that means I get to talk to you about it. <laughs> Yes, I can only do like one a day. It's maybe, a lot because it it's a lot. It freaks me out. It's it, guys, it's scary. It is. You, you know how I feel about scary stuff. Guys. It's scary. <laughs> it's also just a heavy show to like. Yeah, this is pretty heavy, but it's very good. So I'm really excited you're watching. Yes. but yeah, mm-hmm. she's in this as well. Kills Hell it. Yeah, she plays Mindy, and then Mason Gooding plays Chad Meeks Martin. They are twins, and. Mason Gooding is fucking precious. I just have to say, okay. he apparently went to school at NYU and he wrote a six-page paper about Scream and why it deserved to be revived. And then when he was offered the part of Chad over the phone, he fucking muted himself for a second so he could scream about it. <laughs> like, I love him. I love that. King. <laughs> he, yeah, he couldn't wait to like lose his mind until he got off the phone. He, I could imagine just being on the phone being like, oh, yeah, yeah, hold on one second. Mute the phone. <gasps> on mute. Oh, thank you so much for the offer. <laughs> Same. Oh, my God. It's so funny to me. Anyway, we also have... Mikey Madison playing Amber Freeman, Dylan Minnette playing Wes Hicks, who of course is named after Wes Craven in his honor. And then Sonia Amar playing Liv McKenzie. And one of our favorite spooky kings, Kyle Gallner, makes an appearance for a bit as a character named Vince Schneider. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. I had no (laughs) idea he was in it. And then of course, when I was in the theater, I was like, oh, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> i love you're him like, yes screaming crying throwing up right now yes kyle gallner if you're listening you're not i love you <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> oh my god in terms of awards it had a handful of nominations including at the people's choice awards saturn awards fangoria chainsaw awards among others and jenna ortega won most frightened per- most frightened performance at the mtv music and or not music what the fuck is wrong with me MTV UV Hello <laughs> Can't say it I, mean, I can't say it I'm not even going to start over You guys can just keep all that bullshit It's fine Yes MTV Movie and TV Awards Nailed it First try There you go Slay <laughs> Oh my god So At this point I would normally give you a brief synopsis of the film I'm not gonna Okay it's a scream movie i will tell you we are once again in woodsboro and it's 25 years after the events of billy and Stu's nonsense so crazy yeah let me guess uh there's gonna be a ghost face 
people are gonna get stabbed, and uh, the movie, the fake movie Stab, is gonna be referenced a couple of times. Whoa, crazy! Have you? Are you sure you haven't I, seen this? <laughs> I've seen um, a couple of movies pretty similar to it. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, you nailed it. You got the whole plot. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a screen movie. You get it. We've been here four yeah. times. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> Trigger warnings, though are pretty much the same as all the other Scream movies, but I'm still going to go over them. We have, of course, stalking, domestic violence, alcohol abuse, burning alive is a new one. That is a new one. Knife and gun violence, broken bones, torture, gore, including audio gore. I will say shit is amped up here because Scream movies are- Yeah, every Scream movie. Yep. Yeah. They always (laughs) try to outdo each other. It's just how it works. Hospital scenes, including one where someone removes an IV, so that's kind of gross. Yeah, I'm not gonna... Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. And, of course, shaky cam flashing lights, so... Yep. For our photosynthesizing Slight. friends, be aware. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. It's uh, it's a Scream movie. It's gross. It's fun. It's a wonderful time, and I'm very excited. Do you think you can handle it? <laughs> I think I can handle I it. I know you can. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. <laughs> There's one scene in particular that's a little bit a lot, but I think it'll be okay. You can just look away if you okay. need to. <laughs> I close my eyes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm stoked, though. You want to get into it? Yes, let's get into let's it. Let's make freaking Bye, lose guys. it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I feel like real Ghostface is going to be like, you can't just be coming in, taking up my mojo. <laughs> Fake ass, ghost face ass looking shit. <laughs> Love lesbians. (laughs) Let's go, lesbians. Oh, her hand. From when she got stabbed, threed. Oh, I missed that. It's a little mark on her hand. That's cool that they remembered to do that. I love that. From when she got stabbed, threed. (laughs) That was a good joke. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I try. That's like the whole point. (laughs) <laughs> oh now he's got a shotgun he's got a fucking shotgun this is the part that was making me shit myself I was like they gave him a fucking shotgun <laughs> one step closer to a bayonet indeed <gasps> Kirby bitch Oh my gosh, so she survived and went to the FBI? Hell fucking yeah, she did. <laughs> Beheadings? Beheadings. Genuinely have no idea who it could be at this point. Normally I'm already shouting out who I... Yeah, who I was be. like, I'm, I'm surprised you're not making guesses yet. Oof. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, The twist. It's, yeah, this is a bad one. (laughs) This is a really bad one. Oh, the lesbians. Not the lesbians. That shit makes me cry. I'm not even kidding. I had econ, guys. He had econ. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all, come on. You know who was at Econ. Look at his face. That is the face of a man that was at Econ. <laughs> <laughs> Not Gail! She's still fighting. Yeah, she is. That's the Gail Weathers I know. Hell yeah. No way Gail's gonna die. They just killed off Dewey. No way Gail's gonna die. See this guy showing up all out of the blue? He's sus as hell, I won't lie. He's so sus, but he's so hot. He is. (laughs) Sir, go back to your econ class. (laughs) Don't you have somewhere to be, like, econ? Oh, 
Do not no. kill Chad. I'm gonna be so pissed. Ah. No! No, not Chad! No! Oh my god. This hurts my soul. I literally specifically requested it to not be Chad. Like, I know. specifically. I know. There's three? Yeah, dude. Everybody's a suspect! Oh, fuck! Ah. The whole time? The whole time. He wasn't an econ. He wasn't in fucking econ. She said, I'm a pull of Billy Loomis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's a bad bitch. Yeah, she is. In the mouth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Get him, bitch. Get him, bitch. Get yes. him, bitch. Fuck him up. Ah. Uh. Oh my god, if he's still alive. <gasps> yes! In the fucking yes! Tree. He's okay. Yes! 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 Long live chat. Fuck yeah. Yes. He's not done yet. <laughs> We're back. We are back, and I have a game. It's been a while, but All I have right. a game. Yes, I'm excited. Let's play, let's play a game. You let's play? A game? play. <laughs> I want to play a game. Wrong movie. But uh, we're doing a mini bracket. Okay. Yeah. Of all of the ghost faces to see who would win uh, among all of them. Okay. So, like, we're going to do, there's three pairs. I've completely randomly paired them up. Like, based okay. on movie, it's not going to be, like, mm -hmm. each individual person. It's okay, the teams, it. right? And mm -hmm. so round one will be the three individual teams, and then round two will be, like, a cage match between all the winners. Okay. And then okay, okay. one winner. You feel me? Okay. okay. I, I'm feeling you. So the rules are, we throw them in a void. They all just yes. have their knives. There's no guns, okay. but they each have a knife. Okay? Okay. Okay. That's it. Okay. All right. First pair is mm -hmm. Richie Kirsch and Amber Freeman from Scream 5 versus okay. Roman Bridger from Scream 3. Um I'm going to go with the There was scream... just a loud ass thud in my apartment. I'm so sorry. No, I like barely heard that and I didn't know if that was me or if that was you. It like vibrated the whole apartment. Oh no. Wonder yeah. if the if the kitties knocked something over maybe. They probably did. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with the Scream 5 duo, just because there's two of them. I agree. It's it's a duo, and Roman Bridger's kind of a little bit of a bitch. Yeah, he was a little bit so, of a piss baby, so. Yeah. Alright. Alright, I agree with you. Okay, mm -hmm. so then, second duo is the trio, actually, that mm -hmm. we have from this yes. movie. So, Detective right. Bailey, Quinn Bailey, and Ethan Landry, mm -hmm. versus Mickey Altieri, in Nancy in Nancy Loomis from Scream Two. Ooh, see this okay. one is interesting to me because yes. okay, off the bat, I feel like Mickey would come in too like mm -hmm. unhinged and wired to like really be paying attention to what the other three are doing. Yeah, but mm -hmm. then like Nancy would be trying to reason with them because she understands the angle that they're coming from because they both yeah. have like Fa yeah a family, family thing going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, yeah, I feel like I... Nancy. Yeah, I feel like Nancy would be like, "What if we all work together?" Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, but, but they're in allowed. a void. They're in a so void. So the, they're gonna one work team together has to win what? for them to get out. Yeah, know? exactly. Um. So yeah, no, I feel like I have to go with the with the trio. I agree. Just because. There's a cop, so he already has kind of, mm -hmm. like, self-defense stuff. But then mm -hmm. also, like, the two kids, like, he got the youth That's energy. True. You and know I what I mean? And I feel like the three of them are, like, a different level of unhinged. Like, I feel like they yeah. match Mickey's unhinged, but they're kind yeah. of more demented. Yeah. they Yeah. So, it's... I think And that... also, like, Nancy didn't really, it's like, she was the mastermind, but she didn't really, like, do a lot of the killing, mm -hmm. I feel like. It was mostly Mickey, yeah. 
Yeah, so he was more of the, like, you know, the heavy-handed mm-hmm. person. The brawn. So, yeah, no, I feel like, yeah. Uh, so I feel like the, the three of them. I the, agree the, with you. The trio. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And last, we have the original, Stu Mocker and Billy Loomis from Scream. And then yes. <laughs> Jill Roberts and Charlie Walker from Scream 4. Immediately, it's Billy and Stu, right? Yeah, they would be laughing at them. Yeah. They, they're like, haha, you are so funny. Like, yeah. your because, attempt. Like, they're all in the same age range, right? So, like, mm-hmm. they all kind of, like, have the same level of, like, I don't know. What am I looking for? Like, endurance and shit yeah, for yeah, the chase yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're all, like, high school age. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Charlie's kind of just there. So, he would get got, yeah. like, immediately. Yeah. And then, like, Jill would try... He'd be try... like, Jill, what do I do? Yeah. Just Jill would out. try to out-crazy Billy and Stu, yeah. and she just wouldn't succeed. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she would first try to out-crazy them, and then she would try to, like, seduce them, but they're a couple of homosexuals, so it would not Yeah, they're just like, what the favor. fuck are you trying to do? <laughs> I feel like they would kill... Like, I feel like Billy and Stu would just be, like, having a normal conversation while killing them. They'd Honestly. just be, like, stabbing them and just be like, so, what do you think like, we should do for dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, it's a Tuesday. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's fine. It doesn't even matter. Um, Yeah, that's, they like... Care. Yeah. 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 They'd be laughing at them the whole time. They'd be like, so hey, you're funny. <laughs> so true. Okay, so then, the three winners that are going to be facing off to figure out who the most unhinged, I guess... Ghostface <laughs> team is would be Richie Kirsch and Amber Freeman. I'm gonna stop using last names except for okay. Detective Bailey. So yeah, Richie and Amber versus mm-hmm. Detective Bailey, Quinn and Ethan versus Stu and Billy. This one's interesting. Yeah, I don't honestly know how this would. I, okay, immediately Richie's dead, right? Yeah, yeah, Richie. And, immediately, and go, yeah, yeah. I, I feel, feel like, like I feel like Amber could get stabbed like. 52 times and she wouldn't give a fuck yeah like bitch was being burned alive and still trying to do shit yeah that's true so i feel like she has like the endurance level that she's just gonna keep coming back as the ghost face should uh Mm -hmm. she's scrappy that endurance level yeah um i feel like detective bailey is going out because i feel like billy and Stu are gonna say a cab immediately and just be like gotta go that's Um, true that's true. So then it's like all these teenagers all, I know. all fighting each other. And they're all very scrappy. Okay, Ethan all would be dead after that, I feel like. Yeah. Honestly. And then so we've I got like Amber, Quinn, Quinn and Amber Stu and would like low-key team up. Like, I feel like it would be down to like just them I and Billy and Stu. Like, and yeah. I feel like they would low-key be like, you know, girl power and mm-hmm. like try to team up with the intention mm-hmm. of like obviously stabbing the other in the back. In yeah. The yeah. Um, but I feel like it's just... Who do you think would die next, though? I don't know. Because I unfortunately feel like it might be Stu. Yeah, I also feel like it might... I feel like at this point, Stu's getting bored. So I... he's just like, whatever. He's getting bored, he's losing steam, and Amber would probably be the one to do it, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, I feel like Amber would probably take him out. I feel she like... She would think that that's an honor, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I also feel like... He, she would think it's an honor, and I feel like Stu wouldn't give a fuck. Stu's just like, whatever, I'm bored. Yeah, he's um, like, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm tired of being in this void. I'm tired of this grandpa. He's more worried um, about how angry his parents are going to be. Yeah, he's like, oh, my mom <laughs> and dad are going to fucking kill me when they find I'm in this void killing exactly. people. Exactly. So um, he's like, mercy killing, let me go. So then we then have Amber, Quinn, like a, and Billy. Yeah, and I feel like... Amber and Quinn are just going to be, like, in awe of Billy. They're just going to be like, oh, my God. Teach That's me everything true. you know. Will you take me under your wing? Right. Like, we can all work on this together. And Billy's going to be like, fuck no, bitches. Like, right. I don't give a fuck about either of you. And then he would. I feel like Billy would get Amber to help her or help him kill Quinn because he knows yeah. that'll be an easy kill, you know? Mm-hmm. Or would mm-hmm. he be doing the opposite because he feels like it's easy to kill Quinn so he would be convincing mm. Quinn to help him kill Amber. I feel like just because of their like motives, I feel like it would be easier for him to get Amber on his side because True. Like, Quinn I feel like doesn't really care about the True. Whole, only cares no, about you're it right. like uh, because because her brother cares right. about it so much that she's like whatever That's but i true. feel like she's not gonna be like like i feel like she'll be like oh my god it's billy loomis but she's not mm-hmm. gonna be like oh my god it's billy loomis whereas i feel like with amber he'll be like amber 
mm-hmm. help me out with this. Like, we could be the next, like, we can come back. We That's could be true. The next. Like, you can take over Stu's spot. That's true. And Amber's going to be like, oh, fuck yeah. I totally deserve to be in Stu's spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, so then, then Quinn's they would take dead. Down, yeah, they would take down Quinn. And then he'd be, like, doing the thing where it's like, oh, Amber. Like, that was so great. Like, let's hug it out. And then he's. And then he fucking kills her. Yeah. Yeah. True. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, either way, Billy Loomis is winning. <laughs> Billy Loomis comes out on top, baby. So, like, yeah. the original duo is obviously yeah. the best. <laughs> I would love to see anyone other than Sid try to take out Billy That's Loomis. what I'm fucking saying. I like, don't think no one, it's not possible. It's not possible. No. It's only Sid. It's not like, happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's that's it. Billy and Stu supremacy is the moral yeah. of the story. <laughs> and then it turns out that Stu wasn't dead at all. Obviously. Right? We'll talk because about that just, a little like, bit. <laughs> he just, in this void, he just pretended to be dead. And he then, did. like, as soon as Billy was done, he was like, all right, <laughs> let's, yep. let's go. Because we all know <laughs> Stu's really good at playing dead. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> More on that later. But <laughs> what all would right. you, okay, so then ratings. What would you mm-hmm. give this on a scale of one to ten spookies? Ooh, this was a good one. This scared me at some points. This um, one was like fucked this- up. I feel like this one had more, like, moments than the last mm-hmm. one. Like, more, like, scary, like, jump-scary moments. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it, like, a 7.58. I feel like that's what I normally give all the Scream movies. Yeah, that's fair. This one, like, had me, like, freaking the fuck out at times, too, just because it, like, yeah. there were a lot of stressful-ass scenes in this one. Yes, yeah. I agree. I, I feel like seeing it in 3D would make it even worse. It was fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. But, yeah, it... Like, and they didn't hold back at all. Like, it was almost immediate with the stressful scenes. Like, yeah, it was very quick. I yes. loved it. Yeah. Yes. So then what would you rate it on a scale of one to ten in general? Ooh, I'm going to give it, I'm not, I want to say like a nine. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty I good. I get you. I get you. <laughs> but nothing beats the original, so it can't be nothing a ten. Nothing beats the original, so it can't be a ten. But it was pretty good. I... Yeah, I felt like it held true to the Scream vibes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Even, if, even though it was in a new setting and they had, like, obviously, like, the updated technology and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like it held true to, like, the Scream. The like, energy. Kind of the chaos of it all. Exactly. Um. <laughs> exactly. So, I think yeah. they did a fucking great job with it, with bringing the franchise into the current mm-hmm. time, and I yes. had a great time I miss Sid. I miss Sid. But... I miss Sid, too, but I get it. I, in terms of, like, um, the whole, like, Nev Campbell situation, obviously pay her what she's fucking worth, mm-hmm. but in terms of, like, the actual movie, I'm glad we're giving Sid a break. Right? <laughs> she, she needs some, like, R&R. Like, she, she deserves needs, peace. Yes. To be yeah. on, like, a secluded island somewhere with her little kiddos mm-hmm. and her just hanging out with her family, being just, happy. Yeah. Exactly. She doesn't need to know about any of this fucking mm-hmm. mess. Exactly. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yes. <laughs> Did you have any favorite or least favorite parts? Ooh, um, my favorite part was finding out that Chad was actually alive and that yes. the hot neighbor guy was not yes. the guy, was not the bad guy. Yes. Um, loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, least favorite part? Ooh, I don't know if I have a least favorite part. I um, do. What's your least favorite part? They still haven't given Ghostface a bayonet. Oh, yeah, that's true. They haven't given ghosts. We did a step up with the shotgun. Like, we're getting there. I wish, yeah. I will lose my mind about that forever. I, but he does need a bayonet. Um, He does. So, yeah, that, I I will agree with you. My least favorite part was no bayonet. Mm -hmm. Um, One day, we will get it. One day. I'm determined. (laughs) Absolutely determined. Even if it has to be, like, even if we have to go into full stab territory and have it be, like, Part of one of the stab movies. What year was the Revolutionary War? Seventeen seventy six. Scream. Seventeen seventy six. And then we can go and pay that. Yes. Oh my god, that would be something oh the stab franchise would do wholeheartedly. It would. Yep. Yes, absolutely. A, a prequel. A, yeah. A really big prequel. <laughs> the deepest prequel that you could go. A deep honestly. cut prequel. Deep cut prequel. <laughs> If it's how we get, listen, face. if it's how we get Ghostface a band, there was always Ghostface. I want Sorry, my brain like just the... registered that you said that. <laughs> I wanted it to be like him in the full Ghostface outfit, but with like the hat on over it, like the Revolutionary War hat exactly and the jacket. <laughs> oh like, God. I want that. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. That's how it has to be. (laughs) In the cloak. Or it could even be like a Salem witch trials situation. Like he's being burned at the stake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, I saw them dancing with the devil at the devil's sacrament. It's just ghost face, like (laughs) with his bayonet. (laughs) Oh my god. In his flowy cape. Oh my god. That would be so fucking good. I need it. I need it. I need it, too. I need someone to make that. Even if it's just, like, a short film, I need it. I want them to make, like, after all the Scream movies are done, I want them to do, like, a run of, like, parody stab movies that are all, like, like 15 minutes long. Just, Mm -hmm. like, Ghostface doing Ghostface things in the stab universe. That would be incredible. Don't even give it a budget. Just spend, like, $100 to get costumes. Yeah, put someone in a Ghostface outfit. Set up a set, like let them yeah. run around. Just run the party, be, city, like, you know. Right, that's what I'm saying. It'd be like a high school movie, like not a high school movie theater, a high school like theater theater. Mm-hmm. Like just set up, set up a set. Just mm-hmm. turn a camera on, let them do some fake stabbing. I need it. There you go. I need this it. Little 15 minute. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Amateur yeah. filmmakers out there. You know what? It would be yes. funnier if it was like the it duo was. that was making these movies. Yes, that did the same <laughs> thing. That would be yes. fucking hilarious. Yes. Oh my god. That's what we need. Uh, yeah, that is what we need. <laughs> oh my god. But more on this movie in particular, not yeah. some future hilarious options for parodies that I sincerely hope they that need they need to make. hire us. They do, <laughs> quite frankly. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> Email us at here's horror podcast. <laughs> for real. <laughs> for business inquiries. Anyway. <laughs> so but they really pushed the franchise formula with this one, even without giving Ghostface a bayonet, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the opening scene went harder than ever, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, with the fake out with the other copycat killers making mm-hmm. you think they're revealing Ghostface killers from the mm-hmm. very beginning. Like, how yeah. insane would that be? Like, if we just knew shook. from the jump. Yeah. Like, if the audience knew what who Ghostface was the whole time and that the would cast be didn't know. Wild. And, like, I thought that, th- when I first saw this, I thought that that's what they were doing. And I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. What the <laughs> fuck? And I was shook. But then they killed them. And um, yes. that was fucking cool. And then <laughs> there was the entire shrine to all the other previous Ghostface killers. So that this cool. is, right? This is the first time that other killers, aside from Billy and Stu, are directly references after they're referenced after their respective films that had never been done before yeah that's so cool and then they also like we mentioned they gave ghostface a fucking shotgun when in previous Mm -hmm. films there's like an unspoken rule that they don't resort to firearms until they're unmasked Mm -hmm. there are three killers instead of the usual two aside from Mm -hmm. screen three unless you believe angelina was killer number two which i personally Mm do Mm-hmm. And then in doing all of this, it doesn't feel like they're breaking the rules, though, but it feels like no. they're escalating towards something fucking crazy for the final installment in Scream 7, mm-hmm. which is, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, it's in early development right now. So, yeah. like, I want to know what fucking crazy shit they're going to pull with that, because yeah. it has to be fucking bonkers. Yeah, they're going to do a fucking crazy-ass movie. I feel like... Mm-hmm. um. We need to, like, go see it together somehow. We do. We need how, to figure out how to do we, that. We need to figure out how to do that and how to sneak a microphone in. Um, <laughs> I think that's illegal. We can, like, intro it at the beginning and then just, like, record. <laughs> just do, like, voice notes in our phones or something. Right. That can be our... Or maybe we'll just do a weird episode where we don't have the commentary in the middle. It might just, just be a weird before. one. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll be over on our Kofi or something. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. You'll interesting. To, you'll have to subscribe and follow our Kofi to, to find mm-hmm. out um, kofi.com slash your tour podcast yes <laughs> all the plugs <laughs> mid-episode this time <laughs> why oh not God. right so hayden Panettiere, she would have come back for scream five but from what i understand mm-hmm. they had a really hard time tracking her down for that one until production already started because she was on a hiatus at that point she wasn't oh acting. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, so then rather than like shoehorn her into the movie, they wrote a line that would kind of allude to the fact that she might have survived. Mm-hmm. And then they wrote her into this film for a prominent oh, yeah. role. Mm-hmm. She was immediately stoked to work on it, but she was also really nervous because like, like I said, she had taken a hiatus from acting for four years prior to working on this film. Mm-hmm. She described this being the first film back as feeling like coming home. Because of, like, how great the experience was working on Scream 4, which is the most wholesome thing. 
Yes. Yeah. But she worried she might not be able to act at the caliber that she needed to for it. But I'd confidently say that she killed it. Oh, yeah. She killed it. Oh, yeah. For sure killed it. Fucking awesome. So mm-hmm. go Hayden Penetier. Glad she was back. Yes. I fucking I also love Kirby. I like that they um kind of kept the same vibe with Kirby where you like were, you weren't sure if she was the killer or not yeah. literally until the very end and then you thought she was dead again mm-hmm. until she obviously wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool that they like kept that with her character because didn't I love you say it. that in her contract she like was like you can't you don't know if I'm dead or not. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, cool. They wanted it, or it was something about it had to be ambiguous whether or not she was yeah. alive so that there was a mm-hmm. possibility of her coming back. Um, That's so yeah. cool. Fucking awesome. And I feel like her being an FBI agent is so fitting with her character, mm-hmm. too. Like, because even back in Scream 4 when she was just in high school, she was, like, on top of shit. And she was just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm getting in I don't know she was just like one of the smartest characters in that one and it just seemed it makes so much sense to me yes for that yeah, to no, be where totally she went sense. yeah mm-hmm. and then she had that little moment with um what's her face uh with Gail oh my God. no or not no, with Gail. Sam the the Mindy the girl the Mindy. other girl where they were like um okay they were talking like scary movies oh, with yeah. each other and their opinions <laughs> yes <laughs> that I was cute that. I, I love that. that so much I'm like mm-hmm. wholesome <laughs> <laughs> made my heart Very happy sweet. yeah mm-hmm. But also, this movie is fucking full of Easter eggs, obviously. Ooh. Both mm-hmm. from, like, previous installments of the franchise, because, duh. Um, but also just horror as a whole, with all of, like, mm-hmm. the Halloween costumes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, them putting this in Halloween just makes it so much more fun to me. Because mm-hmm. there's just mm-hmm. so much shit they can do with that. So, like, for the subway scene in particular, they also, like... They used the need for a bunch of costumes for Halloween as another way to pay homage to Wes Craven, too. Mm-hmm. So they have people dressed up as characters from several of his movies. So, of course, there was Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street in there. But there was also some that might not be as familiar, including characters from Last House on the Left from 1972, Deadly Blessing from 1981, Deadly Friend 1986, Shocker 1989, the People Under the Stairs from 1991, and Vampire in Brooklyn from 1995. So they put a oh, cool. bunch of characters in Hell there. yeah. Yeah. And from that point, after they had, like, an ass load of Wes Craven characters, they filled it up with, like, both classic horror villains like Michael Myers and, like, mm-hmm. Pinhead from Hellraiser, as well as newer characters. Like, there was someone, I don't know if you saw her, but someone dressed as Emerald Haywood from Nope. And oh, cool. yeah, and there were also zombie handmaids from A Handmaid's Tale. There was the family from Us. There was um, just a ton of other ones. I can't even remember yeah. off the top of my head. But yeah, they were all over. The place. I feel like I want to go back and rewatch like some of the subway and it's like the frat so, house scene. Oh my god, it's so much fun just like looking through the background and like picking out mm-hmm. all the costumes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. I know. I I yeah. like felt myself wanting to do that, but I was like also trying to pay attention to what the mm-hmm. fuck was going on in the movie. So I'm like trying to look and then like being like, oh, I gotta read the subtitles. Oh, I gotta see what's going on. Who's where? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? Who's Ghostface? Where is he? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Assuming you're gonna watch it again next time you watch it, just do that. Yes. Just pick mm-hmm. through the background, find everyone, because <laughs> that's what I was doing this time. Because I think. No, I've definitely watched this since seeing it in the theaters. That was a lie. I was gonna say I don't think I've seen this since March. <laughs> I'm a liar. But I don't think I did that last time I watched it either. But this time I was mostly just looking yeah, through the background. Yeah, looking in the background. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Highly recommend. Yeah. And then for the rest of this, I'm just going to be a fuck ass. Uh, so this movie just fuels the flames of the Stu is Alive theories. And the directors. Yeah, they like kind of talked about it. Yeah. The directors think it's hilarious. And like they've said, and I quote, we just keep poking that bear and we will continue to poke that bear. Uh, I feel like Matthew Lillard's coming back for Scream 7. Like, That's what I... I'm saying. So, we're... I'm gonna lay out a bunch of evidence, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna be, you know, conspiracy theory Charlie Day, like, with the fucking yeah. bullet and yes. and shit? That's gonna be me for a second, okay? Okay, let's so, do it. <laughs> Matthew Lillard himself is convinced that Stu is alive. He has even gone so far as to say that he will throw a TV on his own fucking head right now to prove it. <laughs> He's like, he did not die but i'm like he got electrocuted i don't know but 
I trust Matthew Lillard with my life. So I'll just I throw that out there. I Matthew Lillard with my life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that Stu is the mastermind getting the killers in the previous Scream and this one to become the new Ghostface killers, possibly from behind bars, and that it will all culminate in Scream 7 with a big reveal, right? Okay. So maybe he's like a cult, late, cult leader, like breeding a whole yeah. new society of fucking Ghostface people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Be I'm wild. into it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we have the fact that the original plot of Scream 3 was going to be Stu orchestrating the killings from prison, but since then, Kevin Williamson has insisted that he's dead, mm-hmm. perhaps mm-hmm. a bit too strongly, in my yeah, opinion. Mate. He's fighting mm-hmm. too fucking hard. That man is hiding something. I don't know. For sure. Mm-hmm. But moving right along. So, starting with the previous installment, Scream 5, right? Stu's nephew, Vince played by Kyle Gallner, pops up seemingly out of nowhere in that one. Why? Why is he there? I I don't know. He's just there, you know? Yeah. But then again, like, I don't fucking know. But he gets killed, so I would have questions about the motive there. But Stu was part of the team that was like, Mm -hmm. it's scarier if there's no motive. So who fucking knows? Maybe we're just, like, shown Vince because we need to think about Stu some more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, in the same film, we know that Amber was living in Stu's old house, since Mm -hmm. her parents purchased it after the killings in the original film. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. why did Amber's parents purchase the house? Were they in Stu's cult? You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. fucking know. Ah, And, like, to be fair, my brain is like, they just want us to think about Stu some more, but, like, in reality, the whole thing of that movie was just going back to the original and so everything yeah. had the whole chaos shit had to take place in the same house i get that but like mm. what if you know what i'm saying but why not right? i i'm i believe you i think he's a cult leader he has Thank cult you. leader vibes I he mean, does he <laughs> does so like they're heavily leaning into references to the original duo in that one but not so much the other killers from the franchise until this film mm. so that's fine but then in this one, in the Ghostface Shrine, we were talking about Mindy and Kirby's conversation. Mindy believes that Stu is still alive. Because yeah. she makes a comment of, like, if you believe he's really dead. And, like, I trust her. I also life. trust her. And yeah. if you think about it, she's had she has this whole thing where she's pissed off that she's been wrong about the killers in Scream 5 and this one. She's like, fuck, I got it wrong again. But what, what if, if she... she gets it right... In yeah. that Stu is alive. Yeah, exactly. It's like she's wrong about who the killers are, but like she is like right. Like if you like, if you mm-hmm. flip in it a roundabout way. It. Yeah. Yes, in a roundabout way, she's right because about like everything. it's actually Stu the whole time, mm-hmm. but he's just like sending out his minions mm-hmm. to do it for him. That's what I'm fucking saying. And mm-hmm. so, like, to be fair, like the the idea that he's orchestrating things from jail kind of like gets derailed because if he was in prison, everyone from Woodsboro would be aware of that. And the fact that he's alive. Yeah. Like there's no way that that whole fucking trial happened and Sydney wasn't fucking there. And therefore everyone from Randy's family wasn't also fucking there. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, Randy would have been there too. Like for that. Maybe he just escaped or something. I don't know. That's true. Maybe he escaped prison, but they all think he's dead. Yeah. So well, maybe not escaped prison, but like oh, after, like, like after the TV never... on the face. Yeah, maybe true. Like a a body swap happened. Maybe they like started oh. this whole cult thing way farther back than, oh. you, than you think. Oh, maybe shit. maybe they're <gasps> even just members of the cult and inherited it because remember it was like Sid's mom. Oh my! Because it and, all like, started dad with, was with the... Oh my! Yeah. God. So it's like maybe it goes even farther than that, and it's like an old Hollywood. Cult situation. Oh my god. And like now Stu just like inherited it and like whoever Holy was like shit. orchestrating that plan like swapped the body out and they were like, Okay, Stu, like you're the figurehead now. Like you gotta you gotta be in charge and it's actually there's another mastermind behind it. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god. You're a fucking genius. I am. Because <laughs> the missing piece of the puzzle in my brain was his body. You know? Yeah. But you so just fucking explained body. it. He got electrocuted. You just set a body on fire. Yeah. Oh, my God. How are you going to tell? How You're are you gonna a genius. Know? Who's going to know? Who's going to know? Who's, They're not going to DNA gonna test know? that shit. No, that was the 90s. Because they all know who's there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was the 90s. Yeah. 
Sid's the one who dropped a TV on his face, so if they come up to a fucking burnt-to-a-crisp-ass body with a TV on its face, she's gonna point to it and be like, that's Stu fucking Mocker, bitch. That's Stu Mocker. They don't need to test shit. Face closed. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. All will be revealed. All will be revealed with (laughs) Scream fucking 7. I just hope Matthew Lillard is back, because that would be so much fun. Like, even if we're, like, going into it being like, I 100% know that Matthew Lillard is going to come back. The moment he's on that screen, I will scream. I'll shit myself. I will stab three. Like, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Ten will stab three. I will stab three. Everyone in the audience. I'm kidding. I will not hurt anyone. I will be freaking out, though. And I'm sure everyone around me will be as well. Everyone Everyone will collectively just shit. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, that whole movie theater is gonna streak. <laughs> I I'm telling you right now, I will be avoiding as much marketing as humanly fucking possible for that movie. Mm-hmm. Any news for that movie, anything leading up to the fucking premiere, because I'm watching it opening night as soon as I humanly possibly can. Yes, I will be avoiding it like the fucking plague because if I see that man's name anywhere. Before I watch that fucking movie, I'll be pissed. <laughs> right? You gotta mute it on Twitter. I have Scream. to just delete everything off my phone. I have to delete just throw media. the whole phone away. Throw the whole phone away until Scream 7 comes out. And you're Starting now. Here. I'll throw it away today. <laughs> Fuck it. Because they're in pre-production, you know? I don't know what's True. gonna happen. True. He could mm-hmm. already be there. He could. For all and we know. And Matthew Lillard, will he hide it well? <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> I feel like he could. He might. I feel like he, he could. could. Yeah. It's like plot twist. He's actually been in the background of every movie since, and we just haven't. He's been in no most known. of them. You're right. You're right. You're right. He has. Yes. I don't know if yeah. he was in this one. I meant to like look for that, but I didn't see mm. anything about it, and I feel like I would have. Yeah. But he has been in most of them. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, I... Um, Scream 7 is just going to be, like, a six-hour movie, and it's all just going to be <laughs> Stu's manifesto. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I would do it. I would see a that in theaters, like, I so also would. A scorned gay lover. It. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my that's my shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I'm everything down. I care about. It. Yeah. So, yeah. Facts. I also... I was, like, <laughs> looking up, like, evidence that Stu Mocker is alive. Um, <laughs> like a fucking psycho. And... <laughs> I found a Reddit thread that I thought was going to be fun, and then I got reminded of the fact that it's Reddit. And all that it was was people just shitting on anyone who believes that Stu might still be alive. And to those people... people, fun! Exactly! They just hate fun! It's the same thing with people who left bad reviews for this movie in general. It's clear that you just fucking hate fun. Like, what's, like, literally the worst that's gonna happen from people theorizing about this is that it doesn't happen, that Stu isn't alive. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, how does this affect you at all? Like It doesn't. You gotta make a whole Reddit thread about it because right. you're so pissed that people yeah. think that Stu is alive. Like, calm down. It's like, fine. chill out. It's fine. It's really not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so with all of that, would you watch this movie again? <laughs> for sure. I'm excited for one day when we're together and we have a scream marathon. Oh my god. I can't wait. The thing that would make my heart the happiest is if we figure out the release date, or once we figure out the release date for Scream 7, if we figure out a way to be in the same place to see the premiere, and then, like, do a full marathon leading up to it, and then go to the premiere, that'd be fucking sick. I hope they do something like how they did with um, The Hobbit, where they had all the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh my god. I feel like god. they could do that with all the Scream movies. That, that would, would be so be much fun. Awesome. You know what? I will rent out an entire fucking theater to do that. I will save <laughs> up my money. It's not that expensive. It's not. It's not. To rent out a whole theater. Yeah. No. We could do that. I, I mean, I don't know about for a day. I feel like for just one movie to rent it out, it's like $30 or something like that. That's not bad. If nothing else is happening with with that theater. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that, that's I'll look into movies. it. We could split it, split the cost. We yeah. could get a group to come with us. We could. It'd be great. We could. Yeah. I'll look into it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned to see if that happens. Yeah. But yeah, this, I fucking love this franchise and it feels weird to be like done with it for now because yeah, we've been like one. covering it every like three or four episodes. So I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to end the episode because that means we won't be watching <laughs> these for a while. I know. 
but everyone but listening okay. can take a breather. No more Scream content yeah. for a minute. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to hear anyone whining about how much fucking Scream would... How do you want us to do franchises, is my This question. is a horror movie podcast, like... <laughs> you gotta cover things, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. And this is, like, the one of the most iconic horror movies, mm-hmm. franchises, ever. Exactly. So, yeah. we gotta cover so. it. I hope everyone had as much fun learning about these movies as we had covering them because it's been a fucking good ass time. But Mm -hmm. what's nice is that after this, it's Halloween, bitch. Yes, it is. This is perfect month to like lead up to Halloween, right? That was kind of my thought too. So, with all (laughs) that being said, we have a lot of fun shit coming up on all of our social media for October. So keep an eye out. Stay tuned. Where can the people find all that shit, Tay? Um, well, you're definitely going to want to be keeping up with us on our Instagram, which is Here's Horror Podcast. Uh, keep an eye on that for October. Um, mm-hmm. you'll also want to be keeping an eye out on our Twitter, which is Here's Horror. Um, you can check us out on Tumblr at Here's Horror, at Here's Horror. Um, you can send us messages on Tumblr and shit. Um, you can subscribe to our Kofi at Here's Horror Podcast. Um, we might have some extra special goodies coming out on mm-hmm. there. I don't know um and you can also send us an email on if you think stu mocker is alive yes at here's horror podcast at gmail.com um if you don't think he's alive don't even fucking bother sending an email because it will be deleted i'm kidding um let us <laughs> You're know your, to your opinion but don't shit on other people for having fun that's yes. the thing yes yeah. no i that was that was fully a joke if you don't oh, think yeah. that he's alive let us know why like i would what, love to know what is your yeah, what's your thought process behind that? Give me a thought process, right? Give me a thought process yeah. beyond just the TV falling on his head. I want more. Yes. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think about that. And if you do think he's alive and you have extra evidence for us, if you want to go all Pepe, Sylvia, uh, Charlie Day, get the cork board out, draw some strings, mm-hmm. um, send, us, send us an email uh, with, your, with your thoughts and your theories. Hell yeah. Um, Please do. Yeah. Happy yeah. spooky season, guys. Happy spooky season. Uh, keep an eye out for the movie marathon that's coming in just a yes. know, couple weeks from now. What date yeah. is this coming out? The 20th or something like that? Like 10 days. Know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Happy spooky season. Guys, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me fucking do. Ah. <laughs> so we'll see you in October for some extra Yee. spooky nonsense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we both went to that laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. I don't know. It is. It's our evil laugh. (laughs) It is. With all of that, thank you so much for listening. And as always, thank you so much to Tay for watching all of the fucking Scream movies with me. I can't wait for number seven. I'm so excited. (laughs) Hell yes. It's going to be so good. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. Boop, 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 boop.